Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so happy you pressed play today. What up, Sister Queen? How are you? I have had the wildest two weeks, but before I get into my topic today of COVID and word exchanges, I know it sounds kind of wild and weird. I promise they go together. Uh, I'm going to start with a review of the week. This is from Katie, and she says, Full Out Podcast rocks. I look forward every week to the amazing message that Sam gives. She is raw, real, honest, and a joy to listen to. Sam truly walks the walk and inspires by leading the way and living life out. Katie, girlfriend, send us an email at sam at samanthajoharvey.com and we will get you your Amazon gift card as a thank you for sharing the love. We're going to spread the love. And if you have been listening, if you found one podcast episode helpful, supportive, enlightening, I don't know, maybe it made you laugh or chuckle, uh, do me a huge favor. It would mean the world to me. If you could go, if you, whoa, just did you hear that stutter? Yeah. Wow. I started. If you could go to iTunes and leave a review and a rating, it would mean the world to me. I would so appreciate it. So holy moly, let's get into what's been going on in my life the last two weeks. I promise there's going to be a lesson in here. There's going to be good nuggets, but it's going to start out a little weird. And it's going to start with me saying I tested positive for COVID and I was down and out. Now, I'm not going to go into like my beliefs on what COVID is, whether it's real, real, whether it's not, whether it's this, whether it's that. I'm not going to talk about the vaccine. I'm not going to talk about any of that stuff. What I'm going to share with you is my personal experience and what it allowed me to realize, learn, discover, because every challenging thing that we experience offers us a lesson. It offers us a perspective shift. So I'm going to start with... Um, holy moly, I got sick out of nowhere. Um, I was in a gig um, about seven or eight days prior uh, where I was inside and I was socially distanced and partially masked. When we were filming, I was not masked. And that is the only time that I was around people. Granted, um, you know, you go to the grocery store and, and that's basically all that's happening in California. So I don't really know where I picked it up. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I did do a gig about seven or eight days prior to me experiencing symptoms. And literally the symptoms hit me like a ton of bricks. One night, it was a Monday. I normally have a very big Monday. I call it massive Mondays because I have client uh, meetings. I have, uh, you know, Arbon things. I have all sorts of things on Mondays. Mondays are my big mama day. Uh, I love to do my boxing class Monday morning. So it's literally a big, big, big day. And by the end of the day, I was like, gosh, I really need to wear my blue light blocker glasses because I'm starting to get a headache. Maybe I've been on the computer too long. And then I started feeling really achy in my body. And I'm like, dang, 
that boxing class really got me sore today. And I woke up in the middle of the night, Monday night with a fever. And I knew that I was not doing so great. And I experienced a fever for about four to five days of um, a pretty intense fever, like 101.4. That was, I think, the highest. And in those four days, I experienced extreme, extreme muscle soreness, joint soreness. Um, Old injuries were really bothering me. I had major sinus pressure. I had really, really tough headaches. And the worst part was the fever. I literally felt like I was hallucinating for like four days straight. Uh, I still tried to show up for a variety of things that I had. And then finally, by like day three, I was like, I just feel horrible. I need to sleep. And I I literally laid in bed uh, trying to break through this fever. By the weekend, my fever was less. It was closer to like the 99s, uh, 98.9, 99.9, you know, in that range. And my body was still aching, very, very tight and sore. And uh, that lasted for a handful of days. And then I started feeling the tightness in my chest. And that was kind of the final symptom that I experienced, which was this sore, uh, tight, uh, not even a cough, but it was just tightness in my chest. Now, I do have pre-existing medical conditions with my lungs and I'm totally fine and cool, but I knew that my lungs would not be so happy. Uh, So I believe that that part kind of hit me hard as well. It was very hard to take a deep breath. Uh, The cough came and eventually broke through. And that's kind of how I knew it was still moving and shifting where I could finally take a deep breath in, but I was coughing. Uh, I never lost my taste. I never lost my smell, although I still feel like a little nasally. You can probably hear it if you've been listening to me for a while. You can hear that I'm not 100%, and I still feel like my eyes are a little puffy underneath my my eyes. So uh, that was about two weeks, you guys. It was about two full weeks until I started feeling human. I would say probably by day 10, I felt more like myself. However, the fatigue was wild. And it still is. Uh, I haven't trained. I haven't worked out in two weeks and simply walking the dog was, was challenging. So I'm happy to report that at this time, uh, just over two weeks, I think I'm two weeks and two days out from my first symptom that I am walking the dog for 30 minutes while on the phone and talking and feeling fine. Quite honestly, if I would have done this podcast last week, I don't know that I would have been able to do it because Um, I couldn't catch enough oxygen. I couldn't catch enough breath. Me just talking would get me out of breath. So it hit me kind of hard. I would say I've talked to some other friends who've had it and they had um, a range of experiences. And I finally posted about it. I did get a, um, I should say, I did get a rapid test uh, because I was supposed to do another job and I did not do the job because my test was positive. And then a few days later, I went back to do a PCR test and that was also positive. So I tested positive twice and uh, I'm pretty sure that I had it. However, there's this whole spiritual side of me as well as um, my world. And, you know, the spiritual side of things is like, hey, these are ascension symptoms. These are you, these are symptoms that you are experiencing to literally release the old within you that is no longer serving you, burning it off and allowing a rebirth. 
And I was talking to um, a naturopath friend of mine and, and we were talking about the fever in my body, literally burning down anything that was not serving me, whether it was a virus, whether it was a parasite, whether it was sickness, whether it was old limiting beliefs, old spiritual beliefs, old emotional beliefs, literally that fever was burning it away so that I could be fresh and whole and healthy and step into this new version of myself. So there is a big part of me that believes that, you know, whether you believe in COVID or not, like I experienced something that forced me to stop doing all of the extra things I was doing. It forced me to turn off the Zoom. It forced me to turn off. Well, I don't really watch TV, but I didn't really watch anything. It forced me to turn off all the external things and just be with myself. And this really created some challenges for me as a single person who lives alone with family 3000 miles away. This really created some intense emotional experiences for me. There was one day, I want to say it was about day nine or 10 that I experienced intense, intense depression. Like it was a cloud a fog that came over me where I literally was in bed because that's all I could do. And I just cried and then I slept and then I woke up and I cried some more. And it was this crazy, um, sensation of heaviness of, will I ever get through this? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? I didn't want to look at my business. I didn't want to think about my podcast. I didn't want to think about my clients. I didn't want to think about anything other than just like, what am I doing? I couldn't even form thoughts. It was just this, this haze. Um, I, you know, I texted my mom and my sister and I said, you guys, I think this is what depression feels like. And now I'm a generally happy person, but I feel things deeply when I am happy. I feel it very deeply. And when I am not happy and when I'm not okay, I also feel that very intensely. And that's maybe the empath in me. Um, but this wave of depression, my mom called and I literally just like crying on the phone, like mumbling words. I didn't want to answer any text messages. I didn't want to answer any phone calls from friends who were checking in on me. I just wanted to be in this dark hole. And so this experience also gave me an insane amount of, um, awareness and, um, admiration, I think for my friends and those listeners that have an experience, chronic illness. Um, it's intense, my friends. And I see you, I feel you, I honor you because what I experienced in those 24 hours was no joke. And for anyone that's experiencing that on a daily basis, like, please get support. Please know that you are seen and that you are heard and that what you are experiencing is tough. And so I want to honor everyone that has experienced grief this year. I want to honor anyone that's experienced illness, that's experienced the breakups, that's experienced the deaths, the deaths of identity, the deaths of loved one, the death of life as we know it, the, the loss of jobs, the loss of careers. I want to honor you. And I want to say, I feel you. I hear you. I see you. And you're not alone. And what I really want to shift into is something that a friend shared with me. Um, I had said in a post that I, I was experiencing 
um, probably a tougher time than some people, definitely not as bad as it could have been, but um, definitely a little bit more intense because I had this pre-existing condition and I was talking about my lungs. And this friend said, you know what, Sam, I'm so happy you had the pre-existing condition of a healthy body and a healthy mindset. And that was like a light bulb went off. What an incredible reframe. I had the pre-existing condition of a strong body and a strong mindset. And that's because I have worked on that. That's because I've worked on my physical fitness, my emotional fitness, my emotional wellness. And while I was looking at it as this pre-existing condition of how my body wasn't healthy, my friend from the outside saw this pre-existing condition of how I was healthy, how I was strong, how I have put the work in and set myself up for a recovery that, that could be a full recovery. And so I wanted to share with you some other mindset and verbal shifts that have really served me and continue to serve me because I think it's really important. So number one, my favorite, favorite word swap is I have to versus I get to. So a lot of times we say, oh, I have to work out today. Well, y'all, after not being able to work out for, it's been like two and a half weeks now, it's probably going to be a couple more days. It's going to probably be at least three weeks that I have not been able to train. The idea of having to work out versus getting to work out is mind blowing. If you have a healthy body right now, if you have an able body right now, you don't have to work out. You get to work out. I say this about eating. I get to feed my body nutrient-dense, amazing, nourishing food. I get to work my business from home and from the internet. I get to call friends and family on the phone. I get to do all of these amazing things where sometimes we feel like we have to do these things. We have to do these commitments. Can you reframe and shift those words from have to to get to? That will change your life. My next word swap that was shared to me by my friend, Dana. So good. So good. Are you ready for this one? Instead of being like, well, hopefully it'll get better. Hopefully I'll make some money from this side business. Hopefully next year will be, will be better. Instead we shift hopefully to I'm trusting that I'm trusting that this business that I'm putting my heart and soul into is going to come back and, and give me everything that I want out of it. I am trusting that my body is going to make a full recovery. I am trusting that 2021 is going to be better. We get to trust that these things will come to fruition. We get to trust that the universe has our back. We get to trust that everything is happening for us rather than, oh, hopefully, because that keeps us in the victim mindset versus trusting allows us to rely on our greater strength, on the strength of the universe, God's source, on our inherent strength. We get to trust that these things will work out for us rather than just hope so. I love that one. When she shared that one with me, I was like, ooh, it like slapped me across the face because I was saying hopefully a lot. Uh, the next word swap that I love is how many times do you feel like you have to sacrifice something? versus exchange something. And I talk about this a lot in my business. 
we often think oh, I have to sacrifice my Netflix or I have to sacrifice that, that food that like tastes really good, but maybe isn't good for me. Instead, can you think about exchanging it? Can you think about exchanging that hour or two or five that you watch Netflix and exchange it for working on your business or doing a workout or prepping your meals so that you can reach the goals that you want to reach? Can you exchange the time that you might sleep in in the morning and instead exchange it for a morning routine that's going to set you up mentally and physically to be successful? Can you think about exchanging the food that might taste good in the moment, but isn't going to serve your ultimate health goals and exchange it with something that's going to be a little bit more, more nutritious and make your body feel energized and great as opposed to this idea of sacrificing and sacrifice feels so hard. It feels so heavy. Can you exchange those things in your life so that you can ultimately reach your physical, spiritual, emotional, financial goals? I love that one. Sacrifice versus exchange. Exchange puts you in the, in the ownership position. You are making the exchange. You're not sacrificing and giving away. No, you are making the choice to exchange these things. That thing that feels really good right now versus that long-term goal, you're making that exchange. You get to make that choice. You get to. You don't have to. Ooh, love that. And then the last word swap that I want you to think about is how you talk about this year. How was 2020? And a lot of people are saying, oh my God, it was the worst year ever. It was the hardest year ever. It was terrible. Oh my God, I can't wait for 2021. And while I am so guilty of this, believe you me, let's be real, my friends. My personal life has been insane. My mom was saying, you know what? We're all in the same storm, but we're in different boats. We're all experiencing the same storm, but we are in different boats, meaning you might be on a 50-foot yacht sipping a margarita and having a daiquiri and some chips and guac and listening to a DJ while the storm is going on. Or you might be in that like tiny little rowboat with like the white flag being like, someone please come save me. This storm is really freaking hard. So while we're all in the same storm, we're weathering it in different ways. And from a personal experience, I mean, let's be real. I went through a crazy breakup with the man I thought I was going to marry. I lost my job this year for performing with the Rockettes. It just didn't exist. It didn't happen. Uh, my best friend went through breast cancer. I got COVID. Like in many ways, I could say this was the worst year ever. However. I'm choosing to swap that with this has been an incredible year for growth. It's been an incredible year for introspection. It's been an amazing year for me to reevaluate what's important and what I want in a partner, what I want out of a job, what I want out of my friendships. This has been a year full of growth, of reflection, of getting down to what's truly important. And while it might not have been easy, while it might not have felt fun, while it might not have been full of joy and laughter 24-7, I learned a shit ton of things. And so I'm going to encourage you as you talk about your 2020 experience to really shift from this was the worst, most horrible, terrible year to, wow, this was a wild year. 
I really experienced a lot of emotions. It showed me the depths of my grief, which also showed me my capacity for love, my capacity for joy, my capacity for emotion, which makes me human, which I get to be so grateful for. And I know this one's going to be tricky for some of you and it's going to like trigger you and you're going to get mad and you're going to get angry. And I, I see you, I hear you, I feel you, and I'm still going to encourage you to reframe, to swap that story of this has been the worst year ever to, wow, what a year full of growth. Wow. I really experienced some massive things. And if I'm looking at that boat analogy, I was on that rowboat. I went through quarantine single. I went through COVID single with just my dog. And it really showed me a lot of things. I did not get to dance this year. And that showed me a lot of things. I experienced a ton of things that were really challenging. And I am oh so grateful. That was the fire that came in that had to burn everything down so that I could release everything that wasn't serving me. I could release old stories of worthiness and my, my self-worth and my self-esteem and how those things were tied to a job or tied to a partner or tied to a variety of different things about the way I look or the way that I am. I got to release all of that. 2020 was the fire that came in and burned down everything that was not serving me so that I could be reborn, so that I could step into the next level of myself, so that I could step into the leader that I know that I'm meant to be, so I could step into the mindset coach that I know that I'm meant to be, so that I could step into the powerful woman that I know has I've always been, but I needed to release these things. I also got to experience those things so that I could eventually teach on them. That's another had to go through it versus I got to go through it. I got to experience these things so that I could teach, so that I could have a higher sense of compassion and empathy, so that ultimately I can call in the king that I'm supposed to be with, so that ultimately I can call in the clients that I'm supposed to support, the women that I'm supposed to help. I had to experience all these things. I got to experience all of these things so that I could become the highest version of myself. And my friends, while COVID wasn't fun, while most of this year was not fun, man, what a joy and a blessing to be alive. We forget the beauty and the miracle of our existence, of our mere existence. We forget that our heart beats on its own without us telling it to. We forget that our eyes blink without us telling them to. We forget that our lungs breathe air without us telling them to. These are the small miracles of our existence right now in this moment, regardless of your financial status, regardless of your job status, regardless of your relationship status. You breathing in this moment is a miracle. And we get to lean into that, that we are the miracle, that our breath, that our life, that our blinking, that our speaking, that our ex existence is the miracle. And my wish for you is to know that you are not alone, that it's all happening for you, 
that all of the heartache, all of the pain, all of the frustration, all of the anger, all of the despair, the loneliness, the isolation, the questioning, what is it all for? Who am I supposed to be? What am I, what am I doing? Am I going to get through this? I want you to know it's all okay. And it's all happening for you. I want you to know that you are supported, that there is a community of women out there that are holding you and supporting you without you even knowing it. Every woman that listens to this podcast, we are in community, whether you like it or not, sister, we are connected and you are supported. You are powerful. Your story matters. You are beautiful from the inside out. And you have a message, your mess, whatever mess you went through this year, that is going to be your message. And you get to decide whether you're going to stay the victim to it and stay in the stories of how horrible this year was, or are you going to make your mess your message? Are you going to start using your voice to support the women in your community, whether that's your sisters or whether that's your friends on Instagram or whether that's your aunts and the children that you have in your family, or maybe that's your friend group, or maybe that's your school group, or maybe that's your fitness group. You get to decide what role you want to play. And I'm telling you right now that your voice matters, that your story matters. And I know this because my story matters. I know that my voice matters. And when I was going through the depths of my divorce years ago, when I was going through the depths of, you know, COVID two weeks ago, I knew that it meant something because I could share it, because it could touch someone. My experience could touch someone. It could inspire someone. And if I can do that, and if I can experience that, yo, I'm not special. You can too. We're all connected. We're all in this together. So my friend, I'm wishing you the happiest of holidays. I am sending you so much love and light. And if this episode sparked anything in you, I would love for you to share it. I would love your support with a review and a rating. And I am sending you all the best. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.